Hello, ladies and gentlemen. And welcome to the 63rd episode of the Cozy Show Podcast. Alright, so I know it's probably cliche by now, um, but plenty of news to get into, plenty of news to go around, um, plenty to discuss. Um, there's non-sports news I want to get into, professional sports news, um, but I also want to talk about media topics, current events, things of that nature, so let's do that. Okay, so I'm not going to waste anybody's time, especially, you know, you all, you fans and audience members and listeners of the podcast. Um, and shout out to you guys, you know, you guys and gals out there, you ladies and gents, <laughs> boys and girls out there, shout out to you all, um, I gotta pay my respects and, you know, give thanks cause a thank you is in order, you know, you, you all keep me doing what I do with your undying love and support and you you're unbelievably uh you know you're unbelievably uh what's the word I'm looking for you guys are unbelievably loyal fans your undying love and support like I couldn't I couldn't ask for you know, for in, for more, you know, I really do appreciate that, I love, uh, I really do appreciate you guys being loyal to me, you know, being unbelievable, unbelievably loyal fans to me, and having that undying love and support from you guys and gals is why I do what I do, so thank you very much. That being said, uh, let's get right into it. Don't want to waste anybody's time, especially your time. And let's get right into it, shall we? Let's do it. Alright, so without any further ado, here we are. This is the Cozy Show Podcast, coming to you live That is right, ladies and gentlemen. I am now on the air. Okay, so without any further ado... Let's do this! Here we go. Okay, first things first. Okay, breaking news. Deshaun Watson has been dis... Excuse me has been suspended 11 games and fined $5 million following uh, NFL and NFLPA settlement. Of course, Deshaun Watson violated the league's personal conduct policy. Um, And in his own words, he says his focus going forward is working on, you know, to become the best version of himself. 
Um, and I guess he's trying to save face somewhat. Let me read the exact quote. It says, my focus going forward is on working to become the best version of myself. Um, so you can make of that what you will. Um, and I'll give you, you know, my take on it in just a minute, but you could look at this as he's, you know, trying to save face, you know, following the scandal that he's involved in, allegedly, um, but here's my thing. Um, I'm not going to accuse or try to accuse, and certainly I'm not, you know, certainly I'm not intending of accusing Deshaun Watson here of anything, and don't let my words fool you. Um, by no means am I trying to, or am I trying to, or was I trying to, you know, uh, accuse Deshaun Watson of any, you know, legal stuff, you know, that's stuff I'm not sure if I'm even qualified to talk about, um, <laughs> that's above my pay grade, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, that's, you know, gray area territory, and again, as I always like to say, I don't want to say anything, you know, polarizing or controversial or highly questionable, but I will say this, and I'll end it with this. Um, like I said, I'm not trying to accuse Deshaun Watson or be accusatory towards Deshaun Watson or you know, accuse him of any, uh, you know, legal, um, stuff, or breaking the law, or anything like that, um, that's not for me to discuss, um, but what I will tell you is this, um, the NFL did what they felt was the right thing to do, they, uh, appealed his six-game suspension and basically doubled it. Yes, it's not exactly double the amount. It would have been 12 games if they doubled it, but uh, it's 11 games that they suspended him for. Um, and take it for whatever you want. Um, make of it what you will, but regardless of how you feel about Deshaun Watson, you can't deny the man's raw talent, his, his pure athletic ability, his, uh, you know, his charismatic leadership on the field. Now, off the field, yes, he's in somewhat uh, somewhat in a tricky situation here. Um, you could very well say he's in hot water, um, off the field, but regardless of what you feel about him, that's your prerogative. Whether you like the guy or you don't, I mean, that's, you know, that's, uh, your, 
Um, that's your business. Um, I personally don't, but that's besides the point. Um, the point is, you know, the guy can play football at a very high level. The only problem is, um, or a very big concern, I should say, is, I don't know if I'd say problem, but a big concern would be, um, is his off-the-field, um, let's just say, will this off-the-field stuff that he's dealing with um, overshadow, you know, his stint that he's going to, uh, have with the Browns this season, so we'll see, and if I were to say anything, if I could, and I'm going to try my best to play it safe here, because again, this is, um, for me, uncharted waters, so I'm not going to say anything accusatory or whatever. But I personally believe that um, I agree with what the NFL did here. Um, of course, I don't have any evidence to say he did or didn't do something. So that's why I'm trying to play it safe here. <laughs> you know. Um, and by the way, it says he will go under. Excuse me. It says a. He will go, excuse me, he will undergo mandatory evaluation by behavioral experts. So, make of that, again, what you will. But, my take on this, my opinion, my, uh, my point of view, my perspective, this is what I've personally come to the conclusion of okay um like i said before um deshaun watson regardless of what you think about um his allegations off the field um there's no denying the pure talent and raw ability and his athleticism and his charismatic leadership on the field. Having said that, um, with the stuff he's dealing with off the field, um, I mean, that's a headache for any organization to deal with. Now, do I feel like this is the correct punishment for basically all the evidence that has been I guess uh, put into the limelight I do believe so um, some people believe that this is not long enough of a suspension some people think he should be suspended indefinitely um, some people think they should have stuck to six games like they originally had before some people think that this punishment's just right. Um, you know, everyone has an opinion on this. My personal opinion is... I feel like they did... Just enough to get their point across here. Um, 
And that point is, nobody is above the NFL's personal conduct policy. No one is above the law. And no one is above, you know, legal uh, consequences if you, you know, all of a sudden get into legal trouble. So, there you go. But again, let's not get too far into this because I'm not even sure if I'm qualified to say much about it anyway. But just thought I'd, you know, give an update as to what's going on with that. Okay, so let's get into some non-sports news now. Um, I don't want to talk too much about this stuff because I want to get back into some professional sports news. But before I do that... Last week, Roger Goodell called Watson's actions egregious and predatory. So also, you can make of that what you will. But anyway, let's move on. Okay, so I was watching one of these morning shows earlier. Um, and by the way, for those of you who don't know, Demi Lovato will be performing tomorrow um, in the morning uh, on one of the morning shows that I've been watching. Should be a treat for all involved. Of course, she's had um, a huge battle with her sobriety. And I'm not really sure where she is with that right now. And that's that's kind of not my business. So <laughs> I'm not going to say too much on that. But regardless of her current uh, sobriety, um, you know, situation, I do believe she's come a long way. I really do. And it'll be nice to see her perform on a national and even international scale. So there you go. What else? Okay. So... <sighs> So, what we have here also is um, one of the morning shows also talked about, um, and of course you can make of it what you will, right? But what one of the morning shows talked about is the fact that um, in normally I wouldn't say this kind of stuff, but it's his name, so I guess I get a pass here. <laughs> his name is Dick Vitale, one of the legendary sports anchors of his time. He has won his battle with cancer. And so, now that he's in remission from lymphoma, um, he can now work the commentary table once again, and you can hear those legendary lines that he's notoriously known for. You know, I'd love to hear some vintage Dickie V lines, such as, Dickie V, baby, and, are you serious? <laughs> you know, so, uh, <laughs> it's going to be... Uh, quite the sight to see. So, there you go. So, congratulations to Dickie V and 
I wish him nothing but the best moving forward. He's a trailblazer. He is someone that paved the way for many, um, you know, um, sports commentators and sports anchors and so on and so forth, sports announcers. Um, he's one of the best, if not the best, in the industry today. Um, congratulations on a clean bill of health, bud. You've earned it, you deserve it, and now you've got it. Okay, moving on. What else do we have here? Okay, let's see. Um, let me see here. So, um, I was watching one of these morning shows, right? But, um, the show that I watched, um, really got into detail about some of the stuff that's currently going on right now. So, for example, um, they're talking about this whole monkeypox disease and whatever else have you, right? But they're also talking about the vaccines that are available right now. And I guess they're, you know, trying to roll out as many as they can. And I guess we've learned from our trials and errors from the COVID-19 pandemic, which is still ongoing, but it's evolving by the day. Um... But I guess the difference with the monkeypox is with COVID-19, we didn't have access right away to, you know, the, the adequate number of vaccines that could be given to a vast majority of people over a short period of time. With monkeypox, it's been a little bit of a different story. They're basically trying to, you know, uh, depict this as the second coming of, you know, COVID-19, but it's not. Um, but that's the way they're treating this as, is the second coming of a possible, you know, COVID-19-like pandemic. Um, and quite frankly, that's the way they should treat it. And speaking of, you know, them taking things seriously, um, the CDC is apparently trying to, and this is what leads me to my next topic here, um, the CDC is looking to have a massive overhaul um, as far as its employment staff is concerned, um, they've been doing an internal investigation on how, you know, protocol was followed during the pandemic, um, during this current regime and even dating back to the past regime when Trump was in office, 
um, how it was handled, how it was dealt with, um, and how it was, you know, how it was dealt with, handled, and how it was, uh, ultimately treated, um, during that time period, so... Um, as far as the CDC is concerned, um, they're in a little bit of hot water right now. And I guess rightfully so, but that's not for me to get into, and that's out of my hands anyway, so there you go. Okay, so let's move on once again. Um, what else can I talk about here? Let me see here. Okay. Um, let's see. So, I was watching one of these morning shows, and of course, Robin, one of the um, African American women that hosts the show, um, really related to Dick Vitale as far as, you know, what they have in common in that cancer battle that they both had to deal with, right? But I personally have a lot of respect for Robin for being a trailblazer, um, not just for African-American women getting into sports, you know, like rather it's sports anchors, sports journalism, or sports commentary, but also looking to get into, you know, media and, you know, all that stuff that goes along with that, like being a TV anchor, you know. Um, morning show anchor, whatever the, you know, just any of that. She's a trailblazer, uh, a woman that paved the way for many to come, and I have a lot of respect for her and what she's done. So thank you, Robin, and keep going strong. That being said, we move on. Um, and I want to talk about a couple more things um, before I get into some professional sports news. So let's do that. Okay. Let's do that now. Um, let's see what I can... Oh, yeah. Okay, so... One of the things that... really jumped out to me... um... I mean, really jumped out to me was the fact that they had, you know, Owen Wilson and another actor, you know, side by side next to each other. Apparently they're, apparently they're close in some aspect in their line of work. 
and rather it was doing a film with each other which I don't know if they did or not but if they did then that would be one of the reasons why they would have somewhat of a close relationship but when it talked about the morning show I'm talking about when they talked about you know their relationship um, and how it talked about how one of the guys was from around the Texas area um, it talked about how the Texas area celebrity was kind of like the go-between between, between uh, you know the fans more specifically the kids and the parents um, they were trying to gain access to one of the celebrities on set you know for pictures autographs and whatever else have you but it was nice to see that at the very least he was you know open and mindful and uh, willing to listen to those fans so that was nice okay once again we move on uh, let's see here let us see here am I missing anything hold on Okay, so this was one of the best episodes of, you know, one of these particular morning shows that I've seen, and I just got to give uh, credit where credit's due, a thank you is in order, and I want to give a shout out to several of the Good Morning America anchors, um... From Michael Strahan to Robin, the African-American woman I just mentioned. And, of course, the um, light-skinned African-American man who had his birthday um, earlier this month. And to have, you know, Megan the Stallion perform on his birthday and have a cake and whatever else, cupcakes... You know, on the show of his birthday, like, that was very nice. But one thing that these three, uh, Good Morning Anchor, excuse me, yes, one thing that these three Good Morning America anchors all have in common is that they're all African American, they're all minority sports anchors, um, they're all, uh, you know, host of the show in their own right. And I need to just say this, like, I'm very proud of the work that they're doing. Very happy for them. Well, I don't know if I... I don't know if I should say proud of the work that they're doing. That's... Um, uh, that's... It's a little far-fetched. Um, um, let's just say I'm a fan of the work they're doing. Um, I don't know if I would say proud of the work they're doing, because only they have a right to say that they take the pride in the work they're doing. So, there you go. I'm a fan of the work that they're doing. Um, I absolutely admire their work. 
and I am absolutely inspired by what they bring to the table. So, shout out to you, Michael Strahan, Robin, and of course that Air that African American dude who had his birthday with you know Megan the Stallion performing and of course some cupcakes or birthday cake or whatever it's called good for good for them and I really do appreciate you all for the work you do um you've basically paved the way for even me to do the podcast that I'm doing now so I gotta give you know credit where credit's due thank you is in order and shout out to all of you so thank you very much finally i want to talk about this whole um i guess they're calling it queen of christmas type deal that mariah carey is trying to get trademarked and copyrighted um so she wrote the song All I Want for Christmas in 1994 and that's right around the time one of her albums came out that time as well but she's trying to announce that she's the queen of Christmas right and you can only imagine that some female artists took uh, exception to that They uh, didn't nearly take offense to that, but they took exception to that. They, uh, you know, they weren't too thrilled to know that Mariah Carey was, quote, supposedly the only game in town when it came to that particular moniker. Um, And so this legal battle as far as trademarking and copywriting, you know, the Queen of Christmas is still ongoing. But just imagine that. Just imagine Mariah Carey, of all people, being able to legally say that she's the Queen of Christmas. And for everyone else to say that, or anyone else to say that, Especially some other female um, that is a trademark violation, that's copyright infringement, that's, uh, you know, that's being a copycat. But here's the thing, right? I don't think it's that big a deal for me. I mean, if Mariah Carey wants to do that, then so be it. But, um, to me, what really stands out, excuse me, to me is, uh, you know, the fact that, the fact that, uh, Mariah Carey's going out of her way to try to make this happen. If she feels like this is what she wants to do and she feels like this is her birthright or her um, 
her moniker, um, then you might as well go after it. So, there you go. And that's all I wanted to talk about as far as non-sports news, media topics, current events, things of that nature. Now I want to talk about some professional sports news. But also I want to talk about hopefully some, you know, uh, some professional wrestling as well as try to freestyle a little bit on this podcast. So I'm a little bit past the half an hour mark on this episode of the podcast, so I'm going to try to make use of the time. So here we go. Okay, first things first, let's get into the NFL. Um, right, and let's talk about some of the um, most guaranteed money. Excuse me, on NFL contracts. So, let's do that now. So, according to one source, here's the most guaranteed money on current NFL contracts right now. Of course, Deshaun Watson is at the top of that list. With $230 million, which is at this time on this particular um, moment in time, as it still stands today, that is the um, that is the uh, best valued contract and the most lucrative and the uh, that is uh, probably one of the only contracts with that much guaranteed money and I think it's the only guarantee with uh, you know most money that guarantee that I can think of let me uh, make it more specific this is basically um, the biggest contract in NFL history. This is uh, one of the most lucrative contracts in the NFL's history. And it is by far um, the most guaranteed money um, for an NFL player in the history of the NFL. So, that's what Deshaun Watson has. And right beneath him is Kyler Murray at... And, oh, excuse me. By the way, the money that... The dollar amount that Deshaun Watson has on his contract is $230 million. In case, you know, I didn't say that, or in case you were curious... Okay, then you have Kyler Murray with $189.5 million just beneath Deshaun Watson. Um, And this is in many ways a prove-it year for Kyler Murray, a contract year in his own right. Um, 
This is his chance to prove a lot of people that he belongs amongst the uh, upper echelon, you know, when it comes to quarterbacks in the NFL. So be on the watch, be on the lookout, keep your eyes and ears open because this is a make or break year for Kyler Murray. So see what happens. And of course you have that bad, bad man. And Aaron Rodgers. He's got a hundred fifty mil uh yeah, hundred fifty million point seven dollars. Think about that. A hundred and fifty point seven million dollars. That's well earned, well deserved. He led his team to two back-to-back NFC Championship games. Of course, he lost one of those games to Tom Brady and the eventual champion, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But he lost the following year to Jimmy Garoppolo uh, and the, at the time, Jimmy Garoppolo-led 49ers. Um, now, keep in mind, the Green Bay Packers, at least with Aaron Rodgers under center, have not won against the San Francisco 49ers in the playoffs. So, you could only imagine that Aaron Rodgers is going to do everything in his power to try to redeem himself and avenge and get vengeance and get revenge for that loss. That is, if the San Francisco 49ers make the playoffs again. So there you go. Finally, we have a guy that I hate in Josh Allen, who, of course, plays for a rival team of my New England Patriots and then, you know, the Buffalo Bills. He's got $150 million on his contract. That is guaranteed. So, these quarterbacks got paid. They are paid in full. As, you know, someone I know would say. <laughs> um, Deshaun Watson was also fined, though, $5 million um, following this investigation into personal conduct policy. So, there you go. Let's see here. What else? Okay. So, Deshaun Watson, speaking of the devil, <laughs> um, see what I did there? <laughs> nice play with words. Bear with me here. Humor me. <laughs> But anyway, Deshaun Watson is eligible to play before the end of the year with the Browns. Of course, it's an 11-game suspension, not a full-year suspension, not a whole-season suspension, not an indefinite suspension. So that means by December, let's say December 4th, he'll be eligible to play um, yeah, that'll be his first game. He'll be 
you know, able to return. That'll be his first game back in action. That'll be his first eligible game uh, to return, and that would be week 13 against his former team that he was trying to force his way out of in the Houston Texans. And he did that. So, that should be a really fun game to watch. And by the way, that game is at Energy Studio. Yeah. That game is at Energy Stadium. Uh, in, of course, Houston Texans. Excuse me. That's at Energy Stadium um, in Houston, Texas. So, that is the Texans home field so you can only imagine that Deshaun Watson is trying to stick it in any way he can to his former team and at this point um, wouldn't surprise me if he does just that but we'll see what happens okay so Speaking of the NFL, the Bears versus the Seahawks will take place at 8 o'clock Eastern Time on ESPN, and that is a preseason game uh, for those of you who didn't know. Um, I think there probably will be more than one preseason game, um, but that's just one off the top of my head. Let me see here. Give me just a minute. Is there anything else I'm missing when it comes to this particular topic? Uh, as far as I know, that's not the case. But I'm just making sure that, you know, all's in order here. Anyway, so there will be a preseason game tonight, and that would be, of course, the one I just already talked about. Um, now, keep in mind, this is only preseason, doesn't count towards the regular season or the postseason or even for home field advantage um, in the playoffs. So, there you go. We'll see what happens here, in other words. Okay, so there's a couple more things I want to get into when it comes to the NFL, and then I'll end it here. Okay, so, as far as the NFL goes, like I said, um, the NFL and the NFLPA reached a settlement. They decided Deshaun Watson will be fined five billion dollars and undergo, excuse me, undergo behavioral, excuse me, behavioral evaluation and treatment, um, and will lose six hundred thirty-two k in salary. One million dollar base this season and 46 million uh, in 2023 
Yeah. As far as I know, that's accurate. Okay, so there's that. Um, what else? Watson's first game, like I said, would be back. He'll be back uh, December 4th at the Texans, so that should be uh, a prove-it game for Deshaun Watson. Like I said earlier, Bears versus the Seahawks will take place at 8 o'clock Eastern Time at, on ESPN. Um, so feel free to watch this particular game as two wild card teams potentially uh, will face off against each other tonight around 8 o'clock Eastern Time. And that's about all the time I have to talk about with the NFL. So I'm going to do a topic change, change the subject, and go from one professional sports league to another. Let's talk about Major League Baseball. Okay. So the team that, you know, is putting everyone on notice as far as the rest of the teams in Major League Baseball go is the Los Angeles Dodgers. Now, keep in mind, it was manager Dave Roberts who said, the Los Angeles Dodgers, quote, will win the 2022 World Series this year. Um, now, is he delusional? Is he, quote, jinxing his team is you know is he um as Nick Saban would say is he passing rat poison to his team um which is I guess a metaphor for you know um putting his team at risk to fail or you know, I, you gotta you gotta look into it. Um, all I know is Nick Saban was once quoted as saying, "We don't need your rat poison." So, is this one of those case scenarios where this takes place? And I guess if I could define what 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 he says as rat poison, what he means is we don't need your hot air. We don't need your good luck charms. We don't need you, uh, you know, potentially jinxing us. That's my definition of rat poison in this case. So they, are they going to take that approach potentially? Like, we don't need your rat poison to, to get where we want to go. We don't need you to jinx us. We don't need you to potentially mess this up for us. They could say that, but they're not saying that. And speaking of Major League Baseball, how appropriate, I just wanted uh, to get into, of course, the slate of games that will be taking place tonight. Um, and you can make of it what you will. Okay. 
So, like I said, we do have a slate of games tonight in Major League Baseball. Um, and I want to announce as many as I can before I talk about the NBA and I'll try to freestyle as much as I can on the podcast before this episode ends. So, we'll see what happens here. Okay. Let's see here. Let us see here. Okay. So, yes, the Dodgers, at least, you know, by what Dave Roberts is saying, is the favorite to win the World Series this year. So for me, it's either going to be the Dodgers, the Yankees, or the field when it comes to who's going to win the World Series this year. But that's the way it's been for the past two, maybe three years, though. Um... And to their credit, the Dodgers have been, you know, more of the favorite than the Yankees have been over the past couple seasons. Anyway, the Rockies versus the Cardinals are going on right now. It's the end of the first. Um, and so that's one of the games going on right now. Another game going on is, or about to be going on, will be the... Oakland Athletics versus the Rangers. That game will be taking place around 2.05 Eastern Time. So check your local listings if you're a fan of either team. Another game will be the Astros versus the White Sox. That game will also take place a little after 2 o'clock Eastern Time. The Dodgers versus the Brewers will take place around 2.10 Eastern Time. So if you're a fan of either team, check the local listings in your area for that one. Cubs versus the Orioles. Excuse me. Cubs versus the Orioles will take place at 3.05 Eastern Time. That should be pretty good. Diamondbacks versus the Giants will take place at 3.45 Eastern Time. Blue Jays versus the Yankees will be at 7.05 or so Eastern Time. Check your local listings in your area for that one. Red Sox versus the Pirates will be at 7.05 Eastern Time. Again, check your local listings if you're a fan of either team. Royals versus the Rays will be at 7.10 Eastern Time. That should be a good one. Uh, try to check that out. The defending champs, the Braves, will take on the Mets at 7.20 Eastern Time on ESPN+. So it'll be nice to see the World Series champs in action against a division rival in the New York Mets. So, there you have it. Um, Is there anything I missed out? Uh, No. Nationals versus the Padres, that'll take place around 9.40 Eastern Time. So, that should be exciting. Okay, so what else? Okay. So, the WNBA playoffs are underway. Of course, we'll have the Wings versus the Sun take place at 8 Eastern Time on ESPNU. 
And of course, we had the New York Liberty take game one over the reigning defending, excuse me, the reigning defending champs, the Chicago Sky. Um, the Mystics versus the Storm will take place at 10 Eastern Time um, on ESPN2. So if you're a fan of the WNBA, these are two good games for you. Okay? Anyway, the New York Liberty took game one. As far as I know, they took game one from the reigning champs, the Chicago Sky. Uh, what else? And so, this is quite the slate of games... You know, quite the slate of matchups, quite the slate of series for the WNBA. Of course, you've got the New York Liberty taking on the Chicago Sky. You have the Las Vegas Aces in the picture. You have the Phoenix Mercury also involved in the tournament. Um, you have the Connecticut Sun also part of it. You know, so to have the New York Liberty, to have the Chicago Sky, to have the Las Vegas Aces, to have the, the Phoenix Mercury, um, the Connecticut Sun, all of that. You know, there's so many great teams that, you know, I'm actually starting to become a fan of the WNBA. Simply because, well, for number one, these matchups, like, they're, they look so intriguing and interesting and look so good on paper, and so far they're living up to the hype. So, I'll just say this and I'll end it here as far as it goes with the WNBA is concerned. This lineup, this slate of games, these, uh, you know, playoff series, whether it's the New York Liberty, the Chicago Sky, the Phoenix Mercury, the Connecticut Sky, uh, excuse me. Well, put it this way. Between the Chicago Sky, the New York Liberty, the Phoenix Mercury, the Las Vegas Aces, you got a lot of good teams, right? But... My pick to win it all would be the Chicago Sky. But we'll see what happens. Because, like I said, you got the New York Liberty, you got the the Phoenix Mercury, you got the Las Vegas Aces, you got the Connecticut Sky, the Connecticut Sky. No, 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 no. Just, uh, it's going to be a, a good series with all these teams. Whether you're a fan of the Chicago Sky, the New York Liberty, the Phoenix Mercury, the Las Vegas Aces, the Connecticut Sun. The list goes on and on and on and on. But I personally believe that this, to me, is you know, a very ex exciting time to be a WNBA fan. And I'm just now starting to become a fan. Um, or in this case, um, 
you know, someone who is becoming, you know, somewhat of a enthusiast or someone of interest in the WNBA as far as that league's concerned. So, hey ladies, keep up the good work. <laughs> Alright, so I want to talk about uh, the NBA just briefly and try to freestyle on this podcast as much as I can. So here we go. Here we go. So, um, so LeBron James, right? He has signed a two-year extension. And so, what really gets to me isn't even the fact that he signed the two-year extension. It's the fact that He's a player option for his third year. So, it's believed that his son will be in the league by then. And he'll probably write, you know, he'll probably ride into the sunset after that. But, you know, I think this is a good deal for all involved. Um, And the Lakers have pretty much been the talk of discussion so far. And what really got to me was I saw none other than the likes of Bronny James, LeBron James' son, um, not to be confused with LeBron James, the four-time champ LeBron James, but he was at the uh, Lakers practice facility getting some shots up, doing some practice stuff, so... Perhaps this is a sign of things to come. And I'm going to talk about a couple more things and try to freestyle on this podcast. Okay, so the Knicks are trying to acquire Donovan Mitchell, but they're probably going to have to um, maybe uh, send a few players their way and picks and maybe pick swaps, so we'll see. Finally, I wanted to talk about my Golden State Warriors. They should be the favorites to win it all again. I wouldn't be surprised to see, you know, the Celtics try to cross the finish line as well. Um, and that's not the only game in town. Um, the Knicks are going to be better. Um... And like I said, they're talking about trying to acquire Donovan Mitchell. Um, the Nuggets are going to be back. The Mavs are going to be back. The Suns are going to be back. You know, and don't count out some of these teams in the East coming back. You know, the Philadelphia 76ers. They're a team to look out for. The Nets. You know, the list goes on and on. So it's getting exciting. Okay, so I wanted to freestyle a little bit before this episode of the podcast comes to an end. I've officially decided to read the book, It's Better to Be Feared. Once I can get finished with the book I'm currently reading, which is called The Book of Bones by John Connolly. So, make of that what you will. Last thing. um, Thank you all for being, you know, audience members, listeners, and active, you know, fans of the podcast keep me doing what I do. Thanks everybody. Take care.